0: A well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. They bring you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. Bring the transparent truth. 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 Tr- tr- Hey, we want to remind everybody, tune in every Wednesday for our Sleeper of the Week segment. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community— we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. <laughs> welcome welcome you're now listening to the transparent truth it's your boy coach keith i'm in the building y'all intercom excited about today i got a good friend of mine also one of the best coaches out here on the west coach friday matchup shows best interview to come for the season state championship game ready i got mr nate kenyon assistant defensive backs coach at Daly house Daly south high school what up kenyon What's
1: up man Thanks for having me on man I appreciate
0: you No doubt man I know you're back For more Transparent Truth You've been on here before Good to have you back My man Want to want dive right in Big dog Big state championship game And yeah. De La Salle Coming back to SoCal Was this three years in a row Four years in a row How many years in a row Is it that you guys Have been in a state title game
1: uh, Been in the
0: state title game Every year since it's been back on when, um, I think we're the only team That's been in it every year yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, that's, you know, every year you guys have been to the state championship game, but you're coming back to SoCal this yeah. year. This is your third year in a row, correct? Uh, Yeah, not two. This will be second. Yeah, second year uh, coming back okay. to SoCal. Okay, coming back to SoCal. And so the last two, you know, state championship games, you guys have lost, you know, to modern day. They've had two loaded teams. And, you know, what do you, what'd you guys take from those games, just kind of as a staff and as a team?
1: Um, well, as you said, I mean, you know, really, I mean, we lost the last three in a row. Um, the, that one before the two modern day ones being the Bosco. Um, so, you know, for us, it's, it's really our takeaway coming out of those games and coming into this one is, you know, um, those teams were obviously loaded just like every year down there. I mean, with those two groups of teams, I mean, um, so, you know, uh, for us, I would say the biggest thing for us has been turnovers, though. I mean, I want to say in the last three years we've had 18, 20 turnovers in the last three games that we played in the state. Right, um, right. And probably 90% of those unforced. You know, like just us being careless with the ball and, and having to mistakes, you know. Um, you know, last year, um, I think we had more of a chance than any of the other years as far as at least making it a little more competitive, which it was, Um um, but we killed ourselves with turnovers and, and in timely, and timely times, you know, where we couldn't have stuff like that happen. So, you know, that's one thing that we've been stressing this whole year, you know, to our kids, um, you know, is that we can't turn the ball over to, to even have a chance, you know, um, at the end, you know, as far as everything goes. But um, I would say this, you know, over the course of the last three years, I mean, you know, we're, we're kind of we're in a lot of positions. We haven't been in the past we have some guys that, um, are a lot are a lot better um, and, and match up a lot better in this type of game.
0: You know, out here in Southern California, and I guess nationally, the De La Salle has a reputation of being you know extremely organized, very disciplined. And when we talk about turnovers. That is not a characteristic that you would associate a De La Salle program. But why do you think turnovers have been such a problem over the course of oh. the last three to four years in the state title game?
1: Um, I think you know for for us I mean we know you know like going back three years ago um, that, that group that we had you know just you know was like kind of what you said just an uncharacteristic group uh, you know in general I mean we were uh, extremely young um, we had a lot of a lot of guys that were playing that you know typically on, on, on other teams may not have been um, in the positions they were in um, you know we had to fill in uh, the quarterback uh, role you um, you know with guys that were other positions we didn't necessarily have a quarterback quarterback you know last year we did um you know and he, he was actually a kid who uh, as a sophomore last year that i thought played well in the state game and the year before that he actually got in in the state game as a freshman you know due to um, how the game was getting out of hand and we we're like you know let's try some other guys you know so uh you know i would say honestly though the, the reasoning behind probably the turnovers mostly is you know um and not making excuses but the last Three years in a row, our best player has uh, gotten hurt. You know, we had two dudes play on broken foot. Um, you know, uh, that first Bosco game. You know, and then last year Henry Totoa broke his foot in the walkthrough the day before the game, just cutting. <laughs> you know, so I mean, you have you know instances and stuff like that that kind of plays factors in. You know, our star running back at San Jose State. Now, I mean, he was involved in probably about eight turnovers in the course of his you know two of his years. In two of his years uh, in the state game, and um, you know, one year he is playing with back spasms, other years playing with a broken foot, you know, and like I said, not to make excuses, but th- those definitely play factors into to what's happening, you
0: know. No question about it. So the, you know, the past is the past, and we know that De La Salle has struggled over the last three years. Um, he, you know, playing SoCal teams for the state title, but let's look at this year. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this year's De La Salle team. If if I had to ask you, okay, give me two standouts on each side of the ball who would those players be and why will they be successful you know this year in the state title game versus St. John Bosco
1: see what's good about what's good about it like you asking that question and me sitting here going through like ripping through my head is I can think of multiple guys that I can say that I can speak to, um, you know, in that way right now. Okay, go so ahead. Last year, yeah, you know, last year I could probably only think of two or three, you know, uh, total. Sure. <laughs> so, you know, like on offense, I would say our quarterback is definitely going to be a huge piece of this game. I mean, you know, obviously you're you're as good as your trigger. I mean, everybody knows that. That's the game of football. Um, so our quarterback is going to be a big piece of this game. Um, you know, he's a kid who's had a good, really good year for us, you know, and been able to do a lot. So we're definitely going to depend on him uh, holding up his end of the bargain in this game. And then probably, uh, to me, uh, one of the more dynamic kids in the state, period. On either side of the ball, um, you know, excluding nobody, you know, uh, Samar Garrett, you know, he's definitely going to be a big factor for us. You know, he could just do so much. He's so, he has such good speed and everything else. I mean, you know, we need those two to definitely hold up their end of the bargain. Um, and like I said, the good, the good part is, we got another running back next one. That's good. We got receivers, you know, so we got other guys where they can't just say, All right, we take those two away, we're good, you know. So but those two are definitely on the offensive side, those are guys, you know. They gotta play well. On the defensive side, I'll flip over, um, and I would put our our whole D line as one. You know what I'm saying? Like our D line has to play well on uh, which they have all year so far. Um and then I would say past that either um, I would say Shamar is probably gonna have to, you know, double up on that side of the ball again. And if if not him, then I would say uh, our junior corner, uh, Lou Lou Hearn, is gonna have to have a good game too.
0: Absolutely. So you guys have had a, a national matchup already this season. You guys opened up this season playing St. Thomas Aquinas. You yeah. lost 24-14, to 14, but by yeah. all accounts, you guys were very competitive in that game, and the game came down to the fourth quarter. What did you, what, How has De La how has De LaSalle improved since that St. Thomas Aquinas game?
1: Yeah, I think that was, game was huge for us. I mean, you know, on one side of it, I think as coaches, we kind of knew what we had as, as, as players, um, you know, but I don't think the players really knew what they had as far as, you know, in themselves. So I think coming out of that game, you know, Our kids knew, especially watching film, we saw areas that we could have taken better advantage of and could have had a a different outcome. You know, just like anybody who watches film typically after a game. But walking away from that game, I think, you know, we definitely were able to attack areas that we needed to attack and clean up positions we needed to clean up. And um, I think throughout the year, you know, the team gelled and got better and better each week, um, you know, leading up to this week, you know. And I think that, like I said, games like that early in the season, I mean, they do a lot for you in, in, in the long run because, like I said, I mean, you know, St. Thomas Aquinas has been blowing everybody's doors out since that game. And, you know, obviously, I want to say the best football gets played in California. So I do believe that, you know, Bosco and Day have better athletes across the board still um, in a lot of positions, um, you know, but uh, it was a great game for us in preparation for this type of game.
0: You know, back to that St. Thomas Aquinas game. How how do you compare? Because we know St. Thomas is an elite football factory out in Fort Lauderdale. St. John Absolutely. Bosco, elite football factory out here in Absolutely. Bellflower, California. How does St. Thomas compare on film to to my to uh, excuse me St. John Bosco?
1: Um, that, like I said, it's pretty even. Um, outside of quarterback, Bosco has the edge hugely. I would say in that in that factor in that way. Um, You know, I thought uh, St. Thomas Clinton's had some pretty good uh, playmakers at receivers. The same, obviously, with uh, Bosco having four power five receivers. (laughs) Um, And and then I say line probably pretty even. I thought line play from from uh, Bosco and St. Thomas is pretty even across the board. You know, so to me, I I would say kind of looking at that. You know, from an offensive standpoint, uh, like I said, the quarterback factor definitely is going to play big into this. And then uh, looking across the board on the defensive side of the ball. you know, obviously, I know more of the kids from the West Coast, like, watching film of those other kids. Like, uh, from the film we had walking into the game, um, like, half of those kids weren't even on film from the year before because they were pro- uh, probably on JV. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, being able to, like like I said, like, looking, thinking back to when we played them on defense and thinking, and watching the film on Bosco now as far as defense goes, um, I would say Bosco for sure takes, takes it in as far as the linebacker play. Bosco's linebackers, I would say, are better than theirs. Um, you know, with us being a you know predominant running team for years, you know uh, that's something where we definitely look at. But um, you know, I would say that's kind of comparing the two. I would say that's where the the more the strength lies is in the quarterback and linebacker position. Um, oh, and also I would say, I mean, it's hard to say say this, but I mean, um, Saint Thomas Aquinas. I mean, they had a kid coming off the edge that's going to be playing on Sundays. I mean, he was he, he was super special. Um, Derek Wingo. Uh, yeah, he was a boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, he, and like I said, I, I um, like I said, not talking down any of their players, but I don't. They don't have a guy, a guy like him.
0: Sure, sure. So you, you mentioned, you know, watching film, right? Everybody's watching film. Everybody's trying to get prepared. You guys have had a special guest watching film with your team and coaches in preparation these last two weeks for St. John Bosco. Talk about. Bob, the legendary coach Bob Ladisor and his influence um when watching film with the staff and with the team. I mean so Coach
1: Ladd, I mean he, he's been around the program um, you know, this year maybe not as much as years past, but I mean, he's around, you know, quite a bit, and we, we talk to him quite a bit still, um, and, and, and you, and lean on his knowledge, you know, when necessary. Um, but I mean, I think everybody would agree. I mean, when Coach Ladd talks, everybody listens. I mean, he's seen so much, been through so much, and was so good at what he did that, I mean, you'd be stupid not to. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, this is definitely the type of game where, you know, um, he has uh, more interest in, you know, and and he, he's been around. And like I said, when he talks, we listen.
0: <laughs> yeah, no question about it. Coach Ladd, a legendary figure, not just in high school sports, just foot, you know, sports in general. I think if you go to any genre in any arena across the country and you mentioned Bob Lattice's name and De La Salle's 151-game win streak, I think people know and understand the type of impact he's had on the game and just sports in general but let's talk a little bit about St. John Bosco Coach Ladd has watched him on tape the coaches including yourself the team what do you see from St. John what's going to be the most challenging thing in this game for De La Salle versus St. John Bosco
1: Um, I would say honestly the probably the most challenging thing is going to be for us is, is minimizing big plays um, like I said, with the skills that they have and the runners they have, I mean their offense is super dynamic. I mean they got three guys that can run. They got, um, you know, like I said, they're the receiving core, the quarterback. I mean they're super dynamic on that side of the ball. So minimizing um, explosive plays that's going to be, I think, the main factor um, keeping the keeping the score controllable. I mean most years we go going to state. We're looking at hopefully holding them to 21-28 to to have a chance at the end. Um, and then for us on the offensive side of the ball again, is we can't turn the ball over. Period.
0: Right. So, you know, minimizing mistakes on offense and also limiting explosive plays on defense. In recent history of St. John Bosco, teams that who have given them trouble are teams who have been able to put pressure on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Who from that De La Salle defense has the, the talent and ability and the hunger to play in the backfield um, uh, of the Braves come the state championship
1: game? Um, I, I would say, I mean, honestly, like, what I said that our D-line was a whole group. I mean, they've been really good in, in that factor all year. I mean, you know, we got, uh, you know, Rowe, you know, who plays in the middle with Tossie. You know, and they were both first. I mean, our whole D-line was first-team all-league, you know, first-team all-area up here. You know, like, so, like I said, I mean, All of them have shown the ability to play in the backfield. You know, Crespi off the edge, C-Strand off the edge. And so that's why I was saying, like, them as a one, you know, on our defense, they all have to play, do their job. And and I agree with you. I mean, we have to make the quarterback feel uncomfortable. You know, he can't sit back there and feel comfortable. Um, And that's when I've seen him also have Aaron throws and make mistakes, you know, when he's been under duress or someone's grabbing on him. Because he's still looking downfield. I mean, he'll run. But he's looking downfield. He wants. To, he wants to throw the ball. He's a true packet you know, true pocket quarterback. So, um, but I would say out of all those dudes, I think cop probably is going to uh, Chad Tossi, number fifty-seven, will probably present um, the the biggest challenge for the O line, you know, with his strength and speed combination in the inside.
0: Let's wrap this thing up, Nick. Because I don't want to hold you, but if you had to, if you had to create a perfect situation for De La Salle to come down to Southern California and to upset St. John Moscow, the number one ranked team in the country, how is that going to be done?
1: Perfect search situation is uh, we don't turn the ball over. We're able to pick up first downs. We got to convert on third down, period, you know, on offense. Um, And then from a defensive standpoint, Like I said, we got to minimize the amount of times they get into the end zone. So I feel like if we can hold them to 21 to 28 points, I feel like that will set up the upset scenario.
0: There it is. There you have it right there. Mr. Nate Canyon, defensive backs coach over at De La Salle High School. The Spartans coming down to Southern California to take another shot at a national powerhouse Southern California program as the Spartans visit cerritos college to take on the saint john bosco brave the number one ranked saint john bosco braves a terrific opportunity for de la salle to come out here and play in front of a national audience and it should be a great game coach good luck to you and your preparation good luck to the boys as you guys travel down south in this enormous matchup and i hope i hope everybody comes out healthy
1: Thank you, man. appreciate you having me again, and hope to see you again.
0: No doubt about it. Ladies and gentlemen, Nate Kenyon, defensive backs coach, De La Salle, as the Spartans travel to SoCal. We appreciate him for joining us on The Transparent Truth. Thank you all for joining me here on today's show. We'll see you next week. There's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.